Hello folks, welcome to Emphasis Podcast. This is Alex speaking, your host, and we're honored to have Chidambaram Ganapati as our guest. He heads the Workplace Transformation Practice at Emphasis. So, hello Chidu, if you don't mind me calling you that. Welcome to our show. Thank you, Alex. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. So, um, let's get started. You know what, I'm going to talk about workplace um, transformation as a term, which is like, it's not a generic one. It's, it's something which you've, you've kind of coined at the moment and you're implementing yourselves, is that correct? Or is it something which is a universal thing? I think it's not, well, it's what we want our focus to be on, right? Okay. It's not a new term, but it's just bringing together the essence of what we are trying to do. People call it smart workplace, digital workplace. Microsoft calls it modern workplace. But as an SI and as Infosys, what we bring to the table is about how we leverage these technologies, these workplace technologies, in transforming the workplaces of our clients to their needs of the tomorrow. Essentially, the reason we call this workplace transformation is that's what Infosys brings to our clients. It's not just a title. It's something that everybody's talking about, correct? Yes, absolutely. Then under that umbrella, I mean, how would you elaborate on that? Think about workplace transformation. What, what does it mean? You know, at the end of the day, it is about making the workplace of your enterprise clients a very smart and productive workplace. And what I mean by that is making sure you enhance the employee experience through contextual engagement. So that's the first aspect of it. The second is, how do you empower them to be more and do more? By building a network of teams that works with intelligence and efficiency to create more value. And what I mean by that is, how you enable these collaborations, these seamless experiences for employees, so that they can focus on more creative things. And the mundane tasks are handled seamlessly, and the collaborations are made a little bit more intelligent. So that is the second aspect of what workplace transformation is. And when we talk about employees, we often tend to think about it purely from an, what we call as the knowledge workers, you know, which are specialized niche folks sitting in the back office who have great understanding of that industry and bring a lot of value. But there is another sector of people which we often oversee, which what we call as the first line workers. They're usually your mobile workforce on the fields or your customer service reps or your sales reps who are always on the ground. And in a lot of times we see that they are not usually kept up to date or fully engaged of what the enterprises are doing, right? In terms of policies and informations or in terms of what the new products and services are, they're usually not be being the first person to know that. I think that, how do you engage them more and make them more productive? I think we see will help our enterprise clients digitally transform themselves much quicker. So I think these are the three key things which we are trying to address and which our clients are trying to address through workplace transformation. You're talking about like a workforce as a team effort. What it sounds like as well is like you're not individualizing people, you're not isolating people. In fact, you're opening up to avenues in which they can work collaboratively. Is that correct? Am I correct in saying that? Absolutely. In fact, we believe perfect metaphor for the workplace of tomorrow is a place where we might all aspire to thrive, not just as individuals, but as a purposeful network of teams. I think that is very important. And you see this in a lot of the organizations that have been successful. Look at it, whether it's the Apple or the Microsofts or the Facebooks of the, and the Googles of the 
world. They've been able to achieve a lot of these things because they have that network of teams that is very focused on a collective goal. And it's not just about individuals working through their tasks and their activities. And I think when you make them work purposefully towards that goal and vision and make them feel part of that, I think that's when you, know, you truly transform your workplaces. I agree. So then how is it connected to digital transformation? How would you connect it to that? You look at workplaces, uh, one of the common trends that we're seeing is you know, complete mobile workforce. All your employees, even your partners and the ecosystem partners are very mobile and digital. So digital transformation you know, often is looked outwardly, general sense about how you transform your products and services to your end customers. But it's also important for you to be that digital enterprise that you also transform your workplace, which is digital and mobile, to be more collaborative, to have a seamless experience, whether they are at their workplace in front of their laptops and desktops, or they're out in the field. And also to be able to create a social network within that enterprise. So all these things come. It is about providing that seamless experience to your workforce so that they're digital and they can do more. The other aspect of digital transformation, which is from a workplace standpoint, is about how to make that employee experience seamless across the various channels, whether they're in the office, they're at home, working from home, or they're a mobile workforce at their customer site, to be able to have access to all the relevant information, contextual intelligence, to be able to do their tasks and works more productively, right, more efficiently. That to me is digital transformation of your workforce. So what trends are you seeing in opting for transforming workplaces? In today's world, if you look at workplace transformation and the industry trends, there are three, four things that comes in the top, the CIO's top priority. One is about making collaboration more contextual and intelligent. And what we mean by that is being able to understand the persona of who the user is and what the role he plays, right, in an organization. And being able to get the relevant information, being able to have him connected to the relevant group or teams to be able to collectively do a task, right, and in a very efficient manner. I think that is important. Like, for example, what does a user need when he's on a factory floor, say he's a factory manager, and understanding that persona and understanding his work and needs in the factory floor to being able to understand what he needs when he's back in his office. Or similarly, in financial services, where you have folks who are managing your customers and your frontline workers to people who manage you know, your wealth management and your banking stuff. Different needs, but able to understand those personas and users and being able to retrieve relevant information across the enterprise and being able to give it to them with that context and being able to collaborate with the relevant teams effectively with intelligence. I think that is a very critical ask, which is what enterprises are striving to do. The second aspect is about, and, and this gets to do with you know, the millennials and the Gen X, which is about moving beyond employee engagement, which in a lot of sense becomes a one-way communication or an information dissemination, to making it more an employee experience. In fact, we have felt organizations with strong online social networks within the enterprise have been more productive than those without. 
because it just creates that experience. The way they collaborate or interact with family, friends. How do you bring that same experience within your organization? So that, in a sense, you make them feel being part of a network of teams, working purposefully towards a collective goal. I think that is a very essential thing. When we talk about teams, the other aspect is, today, organizations are moving away from very structured and static team structures to very dynamic teams. You know, we see DevOps and Agile mode of development where it is about bringing IT, bringing business, bringing your operations team all together dynamically to deliver new products and services or to address certain challenges in the market. We saw some surveys where they believe by 2020, uh, significant people, uh, workforce, will become freelance consultants. And you engage them for a particular need rather than having them uh, full-time. In such an environment where you have teams that are being brought together in a very dynamic manner for a period of time, how do you make them collaborate more effectively? That's a very fundamental change because today if you see you have very well-defined team structures, right? Within IT, within your sales, within your operations, how do you bring them all together and achieve a collective goal of what you were trying to achieve or build a new capability, new product, new services? I think that is another key trend that we are seeing in the industry. Okay, uh, I can see that you have another point that you'd like to make and that's, that's the issue of security. So how, how would you address that? Great, you brought about, I, I think security has consistently been the top concern for a lot of our CIOs, right? Because the kind of digital disruption that you're seeing in the industry, security is very important to make sure they have the right controls and access managements in place. What is also important from a workplace transformation perspective is that now security moves from a perimeter discussion to one of a role-based, context-aware, and real-time. What we mean by that is now you have a very mobile workforce and with the rise of BYOD, right, where employees who bring their own smartphones, but then we enable them to access employee emails and also a lot of other apps and information that they need, particularly if they're a mobile workforce, right, or people working from home which is a common trend today, so that they continue to be more productive, irrespective of whether they're in the office or not. But what this also means is that security is no longer confined to the boundaries of your enterprise and the perimeter that you manage, but also onto all these BYOD devices. Or as you move some of them onto cloud, how do you ensure that all this information that is there, that people are collaborating on, are also protected, and you know we have the right access management, a lot of threat analytics, threat intelligence done because now that you're opening it up, you also need to have the right control and monitoring mechanisms to ensure that the right people are using this information. Would you look at like a one-channel security as in a group of people, as for a network? Because I think there would be a reluctance to like use your own device because there'll be information there which would be personal. Is that, that correct? No, so, so typically in BYOD, they are containerized. So, you know, they will have, say like, for example, Infosys would have a set of apps that are deployed within your mobile device, and that doesn't get access to information outside. And vice versa, you cannot get, take information from, say, these devices uh, or these apps, and then copy and paste it onto, you know, your personal space. And... You know, it's an interesting point that you bring, something we sometimes trivialize, 
but it's a very pressing concern in a lot of our enterprise clients, particularly in the financial space. Because on one end, you want your mobile workforce to be productive, enabled digitally with all the relevant information. But at the same time, it is also your you know, obligation in a lot of industries is also a regulatory compliance need to ensure that you protect the information and it's not something that he can just copy it and move it into his personal space. So we have various mechanisms uh, on the enterprise security of workplaces, which ensures that you have the right access management and uh, controls in place. But it leads me on to ask you the next question, which is what other challenges does an enterprise have to face in opting for transforming a, a workplace experience for its employees? You know, when we talk about transforming uh, these workplaces, I think the first thing that comes, uh, that needs to be addressed is defining what this workplace of tomorrow should look like. A lot of our clients, they want this collaboration to be seamless, immersive, contextual, but it's important to take a step back and understand what are the different groups of people that you have? What are their different needs? Understanding the work styles, understanding their functional needs, understanding what are the challenges employees are facing to be more productive, right? And how you're going to address that in the workplace of tomorrow. Understanding and understanding that problem is very important. The second thing is we talked about how we make the engagement very contextual, very intelligent. But to really make that, you need to do a lot of enablement, which is about digitizing your information so that it is accessible. It's also about ensuring you have all the policies defined around a lot of these things, whether, you know, who accesses what, how do they collaborate, uh, what do they use. That is also a very important aspect. Once you have these things defined, the other challenge that we see is, you know, most of our Fortune 2000 clients have a legacy that they carry, right? They have technologies they've invested in and information, data that is there in that, which employees and their partners use day in, day out. How do you move all these users, this information, this content to this new workplace that you are transforming to? I think migrating that is a challenge in, in a lot of our organizations because they would have done a lot of customizations. So being able to understand that and implementing that in your future state workplace, I think that is another challenge, but there are solutions for that. The third thing which I think is often overlooked is around governance and change management. You have to constantly evolve. You need to have a mechanism to see, ensure that, hey, there are these new features that are coming in. How do I ensure the right people get access to it? How do I ensure that I deliver a lot more value from these new features? So it's about training and enablement. It's about putting in place policies around how you introduce new services into your workplace. Technologies that are breaking traditional styles of working together. You know, you see augmented reality around Microsoft HoloLens. It fundamentally changes how you collaborate in real time. And these are evolving at such rapid pace, it's important to ensure you have a proper and a strong governance and change management in place that can quickly adapt to this rapidly evolving workplace around you. Does this involve constant training? Yes constant training and enablement. That's an absolute essential in today's this. So there's no level in which you basically stop learning. Yes. You're constantly evolving with that training. So how often are you training? 
One of the key things that we tell our enterprise clients that training has to become you know, intrinsic in this. We call it the collaboration continuum. We believe it's a journey. It's not just about training new technologies. In fact, we encourage piloting new ways to collaborate constantly with a select set of users, get their feedback, and roll it out to a larger organization. It's not necessarily collaborative training and learning in a sense. Self-learning falls in that category as well, does it? I mean, I assume so because I've seen the generation who are self-taught, are self-learners. I mean, would you encourage self-learning as a company? Absolutely. If you see this, today's millennials, they would like to learn new things. They want to learn new ways to collaborate. You will see how people are so excited when they have new things rolled out in Facebook. How many people go and train them on how to use a new feature in Facebook? I think in the millennials, it's not just about, hey, you have a training curriculum and a program. It is about providing them those, say, training videos. Uh, in fact, we believe it's going to be less of typical classroom trainings to enabling training resources to them. It could be training videos, it could be pilot programs where they actually come and try a new way to collaborate and learn from it. The other aspect of learning which I want to bring about is not just employees learning new ways to collaborate and new features that we roll out. It's also about organizations learning to see what is being more effective? What is making my employees more productive? So we've discussed the challenges that are faced in the workplace experience, but how can we solve these challenges? What implementations do you have to resolve these? Yeah, when we talk about defining the workplace of tomorrow, defining that need, understanding that the problems in your workplace today, we recommend adopting a design thinking based approach, which gets to the root of finding the problems of the workplace so that you define a workplace that not only solves these problems but makes that experience much more purposeful. When it comes to migrating it or transforming once you've defined where you want to go, it is about how you bring automation, how you manage the information architecture. We bring a lot of tools to that. We help organizations do that transformation much quicker. We encourage organizations to do rapid prototyping, pilot it with a select set of users, and then roll out to a larger organization. And it could be different in different regions. There are a lot of regional aspects, not just uh, you know, culturally, as well as about the HR policies in those regions. It could also be regulatory aspects. So bring all those th elements, make sure you capture that as you transform them. GDPR is an important aspect in the European market. That's something people have to address by uh, in the next couple of years. We believe that's a very important to a lot of our European clients to understand and make sure as they're transforming their workplace, they address this regulatory aspect that is rolling out in all the European countries. So are you creating a culture of your own? Yes, it is about defining the culture. I think a lot of organizations have that culture, right? It is about, interesting you brought that. I think the workplace of tomorrow defines your culture as well or represents your culture as an organization. That's an interesting way of leading into the next question, which is how will transforming the workplace experience help businesses in, improve their effectiveness in that respect? I'll answer this by you know talking through some of the experiences our clients have had. We've worked with a very large agri-manufacturer. 
you know, their fundamental problem was first around their intranet portal, which was more about information dissemination. It wasn't really getting their employee experience to a point where they felt, you know, it was being productive. And they're a very global organization, right? It's spread across uh, multiple countries, multiple geos and continents. By just adopting a design thinking based approach with them, you know, we did that over an eight to 10 weeks process. Dif understanding the different work styles, different employee needs in their organization. And we came out, rolled out this, piloted this new corporate internet portal, which was very dynamic. Uh, very contextual to what the informations that these employees needs in their different roles. And we are seeing tremendous uptick through their surveys and other things where they've measured the employee experience has grown from their service, which is tremendous. In one quarter, you've been able to see your employee experience increase. That to me was a very experience that we've seen there. The other one, which I would say is about in a lot of the manufacturing clients or in a services sector, there's a need of paperless office you will be amazed at the amount of time and the inefficiencies that are there in the processes today in organizations where they have to actually scan documents and put them digitally, sign it, scan it, store it in various document management systems. And that makes that entire process of managing documents across your organizations very cumbersome. Today with technologies, you can make that virtually a paperless office where you manage these documents on the cloud, you digitally sign them, and you archive them for auditing and other needs. That has been a tremendous improvement in organization efficiencies that a lot of our clients have seen. The other thing is about the customer care functions, right? Which is the first line. Often we've seen that this is the most disengaged workforce in an organization. They're the last ones who get information about what has changed in an organization. Uh, last ones who get to know about new products and services that are being made. They're the ones who are having to go across multiple information repositories in an organization because you have different businesses within your organization managing different data, but you are a single face of an enterprise to your customer who might be across all these products and services that you offer. And we talk about this 360 degree view of customer and this is often talked about. But it's also important to understand, while a lot of emphasis on that first line worker has been about making sure he gets a 360 degree view of his consumers, what is also important is for the first line worker to know about the latest products and services, the latest informations, and also make his employee experience, he as an employee, more seamless by making sure he has one portal where he not only gets to see about all these new products and services, but also about his personal informations that he needs to know on a day-to-day -day basis, be it, you know, latest policies on his finances and other things in a single integrated environment, right? It makes his experience more seamless, right? When you make your first-line workers more effective, you see your brand growing because they, in many ways, represent your brand to your external customers. They, in many ways, define the productivity of your organization because you know whether it is in the factory or whether the sales they help you grow the brand they are your first point of connect with your customers and we have seen in a couple of manufacturing clients where we have engaged with we've been able to transform that first line worker space so i'd like to know how are your clients transforming their workplaces for almost 80 percent of our enterprise clients office 365 and microsoft 365 has been 
the technology of choice. It has, Microsoft 365 has the best of Office 365, Windows 10, and now brings the enterprise mobility and security that we talked about all in an integrated model, right? Uh, that makes it seamless, it makes it intelligent, it also makes it an integrated experience for our customers. What we are helping enterprises is move from the Microsoft technologies, the various legacy technologies on EUC and UCC they were on, to this Microsoft 365 platform, which we believe is one of the leading and the predominant solution in the market on workplace. We help them understand their needs, envision that workplace of tomorrow, and then we help them enable in this transformation by migrating users, groups, information, documents, their collaboration, real-time collaboration technologies, right? And moving it to this Office 365 platform and making that integrated and seamless. We help clients migrate from, you know, in their end-user computing space, help them migrate to Windows 10, right? Which, what it enables is a complete mobile application and device management capability in the end-user computing space. It's as simple as you give your new employee who's joining you a laptop, he just goes and plugs into his network, and then we can remotely manage, understand who he is and what his role is, and deploy applications in his laptop, right? Or in his mobile BYOD device, and being able to push those things. Today, that's not the case there in a lot of our organizations. We also then, put in place as part of their operations, you know, of their workplace, governance and change management mechanisms. With a lot of these collaboration technologies moving on to cloud and where you don't have a level of control that you had before, it is also important to understand, hey, what is the level of license usage, data usage, site usage, because you're gonna pay for that. So we're seeing a lot of our clients moving to a kind of complete user-based pricing. And pricing is one element of it, but it is about providing these entire services in a user-based construct, right? In an IT-as-a-service construct, which is a fully managed services construct where an organization is just leverages that in an as-a-service model and pays for it based on the consumptions. So we help them set up this workplace operations, providing dashboards, providing change management capabilities. So that's how we are helping a lot of our enterprise clients. And it's an exciting journey. Honestly, I think Really, um, in this industry as well, I think you have to be visionaries. I think you have to be very strong in predictability as well, which I would say leads me on to my final question. What would the future transformed workplace look like? What would that look like? Interesting, future. Well, I'll answer this in two parts, because all of us have seen in our days, fictions turning into realities, and that speed and that of that happening is actually increasing or it's becoming more rapid. So in the near future where I'm seeing, you know, with a lot of this AI and chatbots that has come in, and you just take the example of Cortana, you know, Pixel, Alexa, you know, all this AI technologies that are there at your workplace, both in the personal space and in your workplace. The immediate future, what I call them as digital assistants, I mean, and in some sense, that, that is what it is called in your, you know, in your mobile phones, in your spaces. Digital assistance in your workplace. Today, you will see executive assistance in an organization to your top execs. Think about a workplace where every employee of yours has a digital assistant who can take care of scheduling his tasks, 
scheduling his meetings and doing a whole set of mundane things that we would love to hand it over to somebody else. It's a powerful thing, right? And I think that will make them more productive because they're more productive, more creative, because now you're empowering them and enabling them with technologies and these digital assistants so that they can focus on tasks that can bring more value to the enterprise and more better experience for themselves in what they're doing. That I see as the immediate future. What I see, maybe a five to 10 year horizon, is where collaboration, we're talking about now how we make this collaboration between employees and you know, humans more effective, more seamless. I think in five to 10 years, it is gonna be about how you make man and machine collaborate more effectively. You know, with all this artificial intelligence that is gonna come into them, how do you leverage that more effectively? How do you collaborate with them to achieve certain tasks? Because they're gonna be there in the workplace, perhaps as an employee itself. So how do you make this man-machine collaboration more effective and intelligent? As long as it is we who manage them and not they managing us, and I think that is gonna be, as I see, the biggest challenge of tomorrow, the future workplace. Does this lead to perfection? Yes, perfection in certain tasks, but I believe an organizational efficiency or productivity and other things. It's not just about perfection of the tasks that you do. It is also about, you know, what is your culture? What is your, the ethics of an organization? Bringing empathy into your workplace, bringing empathy to your customers, understanding them and being able to deliver that value. I believe that is going to define organizations of the future. I agree with you because what AI will do is take the clutter out of your life. That's what it'll do and that will alleviate a lot of stress because it's less to think about. Thank you so much, Jiddu, for spending your valuable time with us. Thank you, Alex, for having me. Well, it was indeed a very informative session and thank you all for listening. For more information, please visit emphasis.com. We look forward to you tuning in. Bye.